I think they've been pretty honored, and they're like, oh, my gosh, someone would want to, you know, listen to me and what I have to say. Burlap Podcast. Welcome back to the Burlap Podcast. My name is Paul Shedeman. I'm the host of the Burlap Podcast. And today I have with us uh, Evan Palmer. Uh, she's from Kansas City. And, uh, and today we're going to be talking about millennials and mentoring. And Evan, if you want to just start us off by telling us a little bit about yourself, uh, what you do, and, and what's your interest with millennials in particular, and, and why mentoring. Um, yeah, my name is Evan Palmer. I'm from Kansas City, like Paul said. Um, I work at a children's hospital right now um, in Kansas City, and I also coach a little girls' um, soccer team. So mentorship, um, as far as that goes with millennials, first of all, I feel like we're missing the boat with um, my age group um, as far as keeping us connected to the church. And um, I think there's a whole host of reasons that happens, but um, – I think one of the main ones is we're just not keeping those or bridging those gaps, I guess. And I think uh, we have a lot of questions that um, are sometimes just brushed under the rug or people don't take the time to answer them necessarily. So um, I think if we are actively seeking out mentors, I mean, we have to want to have a mentor. But if people are also seeking us out saying, hey, I want to do life with you, I think that could help um, get millennials back in the church um, and also just answer some of our questions that I think is keeping us away from church and religion probably in general. So, uh, so, so Evan, from your perspective, what, what's like maybe one or two of those questions that are keeping some millennials away from the church? Something that maybe um, you've personally experienced. Yeah, I, um, so I, I played uh, soccer at Arkansas when I went to school, and um, the athletic world is, a pretty dark place in general, but um, I think one of the big questions there was just, um, like, why kind of egotistical, like, um, I think, obviously, as human beings, we're living for ourselves, but um, I think there are, like, so many good things were happening, and I was surrounded by athletes who are competing at the highest level, and it was kind of like, well, I don't need, I don't need a God, I mean, things are going okay, so why, what's my need for God? Mm-hmm. Um I think that was one of them, and another one, uh, but I think this is across all um, generations, but it's just, um, like, if all this bad and suffering is happening in the world, especially now, and you see all the turmoil, shootings, what have you, I think, I mean, if there's all that, that bad, I think it's kind of easy to look at the world and say, well, God's obviously absent from that, so... And, and how does how does mentoring for you close some of those gaps? You mentioned a, you mentioned that there's gaps between you know faith and millennials or church and the millennials, and um, and how does mentoring close that gap? Um, so for me, just personal stories. Um, when uh-huh. I went to school, I had an older um, girl there who had graduated two years before. Um, or two years out, so she was probably six years older than me. Um, anyway, she was she had just gone through the whole four years of playing soccer and doing school, and she was a Christian. Um, 
and she sought me out and she was like, you know, I, you really can live well and live for Jesus doing all of these worldly things too. Um, so to me, that just helps show me like, okay, this person's already done it. She's come alongside me. She's loving me through this time. Um, and then as far as like those issues, so after I graduated, I've always made sure to like keep a mentor like person in my life. Uh-huh. outside of family, friends. It's it's different when, like, I don't know, when someone's intentionally pouring into family because uh-huh. for the most part. Um, but, so, like, with those mentors, I've been able to say, like, you know, this is what's happening. How do you feel about that? Or And usually they're, like, a generation or two older than me, so they have those years of experience and slash wisdom. Uh-huh give me more perspective, I guess, because obviously your perspective is a little more narrow when you're 24. Yeah. Since that first mentoring experience, have you always sought out a mentor after that, or have you had people that have come uh, like that first person and intentionally asked you uh, to enter into a mentor relationship? Um, since college, I've kind of had to seek them out. Um, one of the ladies I still meet up with, she um, was my Bible study leader in high school. Um, and then we just I always kind of kept up. So I wouldn't say that's necessarily a formal mentorship um, mm-hmm. relationship or mentor relationship. But there have been other women who just like career-wise, I'm like, okay, you love Jesus and I want to follow you in the business world. So can we meet up once a month for coffee or whatever? Um, and it's kind of awkward to ask sometimes just because I don't know, you're like, hey, can we hang out for once a month, you know? Um, <laughs> yes. But, but most times it's, I think they've been pretty honored and they're like, oh my gosh, someone would want to, you know, listen to me and what I have to say. Um, but at, in the same tune, I guess, I've, I felt super sought out um, and pursued by my friend in college saying, hey, like, I really do want to, I want the best for you and, like, I, I really want you to follow Jesus and this is how. Otherwise, I feel like you kind of get caught up in the masses and you just kind of go through the motions. And um, it was also yeah. a really cool picture of, like, Jesus, you know, because Jesus pursues us every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and just saying, like, I felt so cared for and I was like, oh, my gosh, this person who barely knows me wants, me, wants the best for me and wants my life to follow Jesus, you know. Do you think there's an opportunity for the church um, to be intentional about seeking out mentoring relationships with uh, millennials? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think um, I think one of the things that would probably keep individuals from doing it is fear. You know, of like, gosh, would this mm-hmm. person want to want to sit down with me? Do they think I'm credible? What have you? Um, but I think it has to almost start as informal relationships and maybe lose ties like hey I know this guy and he has a son who wants to do business well I'm a director of business at my company I could meet up with him you know and I love Jesus and I could help him career-wise and maybe that spurs on something else in this relationship and um, so yes I think the church can play a part I don't think it necessarily has to be a formal program I think it's just mm-hmm. millennials if we're there in church speaking out older people to mentor us and or the older people that are there to mentor maybe seeking out mentees. Yeah, yeah. Now, would you, 
would you say that there is an opportunity for the church to to host um, uh, mentoring opportunities for millennials that are outside the church? So one of the things that popped into my mind as you're describing the scenario of you know someone who's interested in going to business and a person who's already there, you know, being intentional about going and, and talking to them, um, but just creating like creating opportunities. Uh, for people who are interested in specific spheres of business or life in general to say, hey, come and talk with somebody who's been a part of, you know, um, you know the sports world for, uh, for 10 years or who's been a part of, you know, business for, for 30 years or whatever kind of industry. Is, do you see that as an opportunity? Or would millennials see that as like a, kind of a bait and switch, you know, if a church did that, would that seem fake to them in some ways, or would you, would they see that as authentic and caring? Um, I think it could seem kind of like a scam at first, not a scam, but you know what I mean, like, okay, <laughs> no, these, yeah. these people, like, just want to talk about Jesus, but I think if you're um, authentic and the mentor is like, hey, like, I just want to help you be a successful business person, I think as human beings, we're drawn to, drawn to Jesus's character. And if we have a mentor who's trying to be Christ-like, I think that will just kind of naturally come. Um, mm-hmm. But it's so important to have that line there of, I'm not going to enforce anything on you kind of thing. Um, yeah. But no, I think, I think millennials would be drawn to that because honestly, we don't know what the heck we're doing. And we're, I, maybe it's just me, but I'm open to any advice and wisdom and network, you know, because if I, if I had an opportunity to go talk to a vice president of business and I want to be a vice president of business someday, heck yeah, I'm going to go talk to them because then that next network could open up and I could meet 10 more people who are high up in business. You know what I mean? So just as from a selfish standpoint, I'd be like, well, yeah, of course I want to do that because that's going to open up my network and maybe I'll meet someone who's going to hire me for my next job or what have you. But I think it, so it's, I think it will start out as surface level, but could open up and hopefully open up to more deeper level life conversations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I hear in that, like in the things that you've already said, that probably the biggest opportunity is that if, Christians individually recognized that they had an opportunity uh, within like their own um, their own calling or vocation their own work uh, to just recognize a younger person that's there already and to be intentional about um, investing in them that that's probably the most authentic way that we as the church could probably reach out to millennials who who aren't a part of the church and invest in them. Um, it, it sounds like that was that was your experience in college, and is probably the most authentic way that we could do that as the church today. Would you say that's true? Or yeah, no, I think that's right on. Um, and twofold with that, I think. So if I'm being sought out by someone and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever, I'll probably tell my friends about it, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And say like, hey, like this is how this happened for me. You should totally come. I know you're interested in being a vet or what have you. This this person knows someone who can meet up with you and talk about that or whatever, you know? Or if they are a believer and they're just like, hey, I'm missing this community piece. I'm missing this 
person pouring into my life, you know, that's already, it's just one foot in the door, you know, just one step closer, I guess. Awesome. And thank you for uh, the conversation about mentoring and millennials, and thank you for uh, sharing your own personal story and helping the church uh, to get better at recognizing where millennials are at and how to, to best engage them uh, in, in just real and authentic ways. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Be sure to follow along on Facebook or Twitter, and if you have some time, sign up for our free ebook on thinkburlap.com. And as always, make sure to comment below or send us your comments on what you want to be talked about and addressed on these episodes of the Burlap Podcast. Mm-hmm.